welcome to Become a Unique Podcast, a place where you can be well and be you. We are all about lifestyle with a focus around wellness over here. One week we may be talking about gut health and the next week we may be having a conversation about being enough. No matter what the topic, the goal is to inform you with information and tools so we can vibrate higher as our true selves. Be ready to grow in a beautiful way. Becoming Unique is a growing podcast and would love your support by following or subscribing to this podcast. In Apple Podcasts, click the plus button. Reviews are also helpful for the podcast growth. So all reviews are appreciated. And lastly, but not least, be sure to share the podcast because the best advertisement is word of mouth. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey, y'all. So y'all can see from today's title, it says, Go After Your Dreams. And yes, that sounds all fun and dandy. But I just want to bring emphasis about, yes, everyone should definitely go after your dreams. But there has to be a level of healing, of healing that has to be done within all of us. I think all of us are on a journey, a journey, a journey that has to do with healing as well, too. And I had actually planned for my intro to be very upbeat and happy because I wanted to make an announcement that I was releasing a new product on Amazon and and so on. So it's like, yes, I'm going after my dreams. I'm releasing a new product and we're going to talk about going after your dreams with today's guest. But then I was walking home yesterday and I was walking on an avenue that didn't have a lot of people on it. I live in New York City, so some blocks you walk on can be very crowded, and there are some avenues you can walk on where, you know, you can count the amount of people on the avenue with you. Oh, it's only two people on that side of the block. So I'm walking la-dee-dee, la-dee-da, and then all of a sudden, I hear a loud like screaming and hollering and it sounded like it was from a kid well it was from a kid it's it didn't sound like a baby like a three-year-old it sounded more like like a six or seven year old oh, oh, screaming and the mom is yelling back at him and you know she's yelling back because she's frustrated this child is screaming in her in her ear <laughs> and um One of the things I heard her yell back at him is like, you can't spell. And I was like, in my mind, well, this obviously sounds like a big kid. It's not like it's a two-year-old or something. And even if it was a two-year-old, you know, her just yelling at him saying, you can't spell. And some other stuff she was yelling, but that's the only one that really stuck with me. I was like, wow. You know, this is where <laughs> all the trauma goes in there. 
And I am saying this story with absolutely no judgment. It's from a pure point of observation. And, you know, obviously the mother, you know, she was frustrated. I don't know her whole story. And and she and she yelled at words that definitely could be hurtful, that definitely could put an impact on this child for the rest of his life, that he will go in that he may go into his adulthood looking to heal some childhood trauma and not even sure where where the seeds were planted <laughs> because there were so many seeds scattered all over the place. And so, you know, we can come to a place, you know, where I'm like, okay, go after your dreams. And I can walk to this mom and say, go after your dreams, but not realizing there's, there's a, a trail way of, um, of healing that needs to happen. And my thought wasn't like, how dare that mother say that to that child? My thought was like, wow, there's a lot of healing that needs to happen. There's so much healing. She, You know, she's unconsciously saying this to him, not even realizing the damage, control, damage that can happen. She's saying this from a, plain, a, a place within her that needs healing. So I don't have a conclusion to the story that I just told you. I just felt like I needed to share it. And I needed to share it from a place of non-judgment, but from a place of saying there's a lot of healing that needs to be done within all of us, all of us, just because we may have the title. And I've said this before on my podcast, just because someone may have the title as a parent, the title as a boss, the title of someone in any type of authority doesn't exclude you from the place of needing to go and get your own healing. Let's heal. Let's heal. All of us, I don't think one of us walking this planet Earth is exempt from healing. I am on a continuing journey of my healing journey every single day. So I may share this amazing news. I may, you know, talk about all the high vibrational stuff, but I am also in the process of healing. Let's heal so we don't take take what we are unhealed within ourselves and put that on someone else. Let's heal. Let's get into today's episode. It's an amazing episode. Let's go. Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, I have another amazing and beautiful guest by the name of Debbie. Welcome. Thank you so much, Unique, for having me. You're welcome. And thank you so much for being here. (laughs) So before we even get started, you're going to have to let the audience know who is Debbie. Oh, I am Debbie Cruz, and I am known as the Dream Pollinator. So the Dream Pollinator is helping people find their dreams and what is given to them. Everybody was born to be divinely, uniquely, uniquely made, and you're here for a reason. So I help people manage through some of their hard points in their life, become the best rounded person that they are, and find their true purpose and go after it. 
So I call it the dream pollination program because I do believe in dreams. And I also know um, from my journey that my name is comes from Hebrew and Deborah, and that means the bee seeker. So the bees are pretty impossible. They're dynamically should not be able to fly at all. And they just love for everything and everybody around them to be successful. So they're always busy. They're, they don't want to bother you. They want to stay out of your way. And they just want to make everything around you beautiful because if you're, that makes you happy. And when you're happy, you are successful and positivity is contagious. And I just try to help spread that around as best as I can. Oh, okay. I learned a lot. Um, I, I learned what the meaning of Deborah is. <laughs> it's a beast. <laughs> and I love that you call yourself the dream pollinator. Um, a lot of good stuff you had to say. Um, and, and I know you're an author of a couple of, of books out there. And I just became a newly published author. And I have a self-care book, Your Guide to Bringing More Acts of Self-Care. So what I'm doing... I'm asking every guest of the season, what, you know, what does self-care look like for you? So before we get started with, you know, talking about you a little bit more, please let us know what does self-care look like for you? Self-care, I think, is so important. I think it's, you know, being cleansed spiritually and what you put in is what you're gonna gonna get. So if you're feeding yourself to harmful things. Like if you're always eating junk food and lots of sugars, you know, you're not going to feel your best. You're going to feel bad. But if you're nourishing yourself with healthy proteins and healthy fruits and vegetables, mm -hmm. you're going to feel better. Um, I think mental health is, is huge. So always try to keep myself in the best mental state possible, which is staying away from negative uh, negative music, negative TV mm -hmm. shows, negative social media, all those kinds of things, um, and surround myself with good people. So I, you know, I think every day you need to kind of give yourself a check-in of, you know, I'm doing the best I can. And I'm, you know, you know, sometimes we have bad moments and I think we both were talking about crazy mornings and, <laughs> you yeah. know what, but, you know, we did a check-in of like, hey, we're in good health and we're here and, and, and it's great. And so I think that all of those moments are very important for your self-care. Okay, beautiful. Oh, oh my goodness, you had so many amazing things to say about self-care. And I love how you just said doing that check-in, like how we had to do that check-in, even though the mornings may have been a little crazy, just doing that check-in. And that's a reminder as well, too. Like self-care doesn't always have to look like, you know, it, and you're going out to the spa, but self-care is a moment to just check in with yourself and say, am I in good health? And that's beautiful. Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, you have a, a story that I would like to hear about that brought you to be to the place that you are now. And, you know, I want to know the story about how, um, how did you lose the love in your heart? How did I lose the love in my heart? I think because I stopped listening to my heart. I stopped believing in myself. I stopped um, thinking that I had value. And I let a lot of factors get me to that place. And um, I let it eat me. So I did lose the confidence that I needed to 
be moving forward towards my dreams and who I truly am. And I came to a place in my life where I, I really saw that uh, I was going to only live a few more months because it was going to eat me in some way, shape or form. I, I felt like my, my life was going to end. But what I didn't see was that my life began. So there was a part of me that that had died because that part of me needed to die and needed to not be with me anymore because it was just negative and, and dragging me down. So um, I did have a rebirth and was able to follow my heart and listen to what God was telling me. And, and I was able to stay centered and really follow my dreams, which got me to write three books and to get to this place of being able to help people find what their true divine soul purpose is and trust their heart. Mm. You sound very um, similar to me because, you know, five years ago, I was definitely in a lower vibration, but unknowingly in a lower vibration, vibration where I didn't necessarily hold myself to a higher value, the, the higher value that I should have and, you know, mm -hmm. self-limiting um, thoughts and all of that type of stuff. And looking back, I can say, oh, wow, that was kind of like a, a lower vibration place. And when I was there, I didn't realize I was there. Once I started to rebirth, then when I look back, I said, oh, wow, that was a different person. You know, were you able to see that you were there when you were there? In that, uh, in that place? Yeah, I think um, it took till it got to really got to a really bad place to really see it and to recognize that I didn't want to be there. Um, and it, I just didn't recognize myself anymore and I didn't like who I was and it went deeper than it should have, but I, I did feel like I was going through something. Um, I just couldn't identify what it was because I was just so used to being in that space, being in that negative mindset yeah. and angry, angry place that it just, it, 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 it didn't serve me anymore. And I, that's what I recognized. I think that it just didn't serve me any, anymore. Mm -hmm. and that there had to be better. It just had to be. So, yeah. Was there any particular, um, you know, needle that, you know, how does the saying go? The, the, the straw that broke the, the camel's back, like, was it a particular incident or was just like every day you just got up and said, you know what, I got to move in a different location. Yeah. I was in a job that, you know, I thought was my dream job and it wasn't, it was, it was, could not be worse you know, the title, the money didn't mean anything to me because it was nothing that I wanted. And I realized I had been on that path to get to nothing that I wanted and mm -hmm. it wasn't fulfilling myself. So I was traveling. It took me two hours a day to get to that job and just as much to get home. And it was a miserable, hard drive. Um, and just being stuck in traffic and being like, this is just not worth it for me. I, and I was just asking, I'm like, God, please help me tell me what I need to do to, to get out of here. Cause it feels like I, it feels like I couldn't leave. It mm -hmm. really did. And I was trying to get another job and I was just like, nothing seems to be working. And I just felt trapped until one day I was like, I heard his voice say, you need to leave and mm -hmm. start writing. And I'm like, I don't write. Okay. But I'll do it. If you are telling me mm -hmm. and it seemed crazy to the rest of the world, it, you know, why, why would you leave a job that was paying you so much money? Why, you know, Oh, this is what you've worked for. And it's like, 
well, I've worked for a trap because this is not what I want. But, you mm -hmm. know, I did put in good, I did do good work. And I, you know, I have nothing to be ashamed of or mad at myself about. I, I, I made progress. I, I made an impact. But this isn't what I came here to do. And if I don't do what I came here to do, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna die in this place. And, and it was more um, just a metaphor. You know, I, I, I you know, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't really think I was going to die or yeah. had plans to put myself there. I just felt like there was a death coming yeah. and, I, and I felt it was me. And but thankfully, it was just a, it was a part of me that needed to die, not not me physically. So mm -hmm. um, that part is gone. And yeah, you know, I'm grateful for that. So mm -hmm. yeah, thank you for the letting us know that, you know, your job was a, a huge factor in it, because, you know, in the society, this Western culture that we live in, it's like, go to a good school, get a good job, make good money. And it's like, where's the part about checking with yourself? You know, mm -hmm. checking in with what you, with your heart desires, and like you, um, and like you said, I, and the reason why I asked you the question, how did you um, lose the love in your heart, is because I think I saw it in your bio or some type of description that you sent to me, and so then I was like, oh, I love that. You know, how did you lose the love in your heart? And it's not necessarily losing, you know, oh, a man or a, a this or that, mm -hmm. but it's you know, understanding that you know. Um, what are you here for? What are you working towards? You know, you felt like you was, you know, it was nothing you wanted in the job that you was commuting two hours to every, every day. And then you heard the voice say to you, and you could call it God, you're in the voice. So, you know, but this is the voice that we must listen to. <laughs> Not the voice of all the noise out there that's telling us every day, go to a good school, make all the money. Yes, that's all great and good. But what is your inside telling you? Because if your inside is not fulfilled, you know, that's what, you know, is the true, you know, essence of living is to mm -hmm. have, you know, your inner self being happy, not the exterior just looking happy. So um, I thank you. Thank you for that, that, um, that understanding that, you know, the job and, because so many people are just reaching, reaching, reaching. I need to get that job. I need to make that money. And you left it. And so you left it. You heard a voice say, right. What happens next? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I left my job and everybody thought I was crazy. And um, I did do some planning to to leave I didn't just stand up one day and and walk out <laughs> although it felt like that it felt like yeah. it um you know I did have a plan I I had some consulting work set up and you know as much as I thought I was listening I wasn't listening God told me to leave and start writing but I was like oh no 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna just continue in a different way I'm gonna you know leave and I'm gonna start working again and all these doors that I had secured um, jobs, secured uh, consulting projects, they all, the, it just, everything, nothing panned out, none of it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I felt crazy. I'm like, I left my job and I thought I had work planned out. And it, it was like, you're supposed to be writing. You're not supposed to be doing this. You're supposed to be writing. So mm -hmm. I found myself it, it being like, finding myself going right into the same trap that I came from. Mm 
And it was like, wait, you said you were going to listen to your voice. You said you were going to listen to what God told you and you're not doing it. So I just started writing and it just flowed out of me. I got nine, uh, three books out in nine months. And, you know, everybody in my life still thinks I'm crazy. And what are you doing? And, you know, um, so it was really hard, but I did have a plan. And, you know, you have to understand that not every plan is going to work out for you. Um, and, you know, you have to build what I call your dream team of this is what I'm doing. If you're not on board, then don't be. And if you are on board, great. But I'm not changing. I'm not changing my path. I'm not going to do what you think is right because it's not. And people aren't as invested in your dream as you are because they don't see it. So you've been living this life, right? And you started at zero and however old you are, you know, that's how long you put into your dream. If you're fulfilling it, you know what it is or not. People, when you tell them what you're doing are don't understand because they don't understand, you know, mm -hmm. they're just, well, they're at zero. So they want to tell you what they think is right and what they feel. It's not that they're trying to hurt you. You know, they, they're starting at zero at your dream. So mm -hmm. there's lots of dream crushing that goes on and you just have to be strong on your path of I'm doing this. And it, I mean, my, my family forever was like, what are you doing? Like, you're crazy. Go back and get a job. And have I sometimes jumped into just do a little crappy job because I thought that was the right thing. And it just took me back further. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not doing it again. I don't, it's not about the money. I don't need material things. But I am surviving and, you know, I am doing what my purpose is and I'm just continuing to draw through that journey and I'm helping people do it as well. Mm. And so once they start to see it, you know, for me, it's not something that everybody physically can see what I'm doing. You know, they don't see me recording these podcasts, you know, they see, oh, I saw you, you, you know, they see a social media ad and, you know, there's people that click on it and listen, but they, you know, sometimes only grab one. So they're like, well, you were on one podcast. It's like, well, I, you know, I'm on a tour here. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see the work that goes in, mm -hmm. into it. You know, that the planning, the scheduling, the being on the show, the editing, the, the posting, the marketing, you don't see mm -hmm. all of, all of the exactly. background, you see the one show. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there, that there's pieces that people don't see of, of my journey of what I'm doing. People don't understand what it is to be a writer. You know, they don't understand that you have to be in a character. You have to be living in this story. You have to put, put it eloquently on paper and they see a book. They don't see what, what, what it did to you, how long it took, what it mentally drained you and, you know, what you went through to get to that book. They see one book on a shelf. That's mm. it. So, you know, you have to build your dream team and, you know, let them be a part of the journey with you so that they see the hard sweat and tears and they'll come around and be like, mm -hmm. you really care about what you're doing and you really are putting it out there. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy, you know, yeah. you think that success is bringing home a check every week. And that didn't make me happy at all. That wasn't, didn't make me feel successful, mm -hmm. but being able to speak to people and being on podcasts. All I need is for one person to be like, that really meant something to me. And you know what? I'm not going to know Yeah. every single person that's going to get something out of it. I may not find out ever. Yeah. This is what my 
purpose is, it's to mm -hmm. really help people on their journey. And that's what I came here to do. So mm -hmm. it's difficult, but yeah. you, you, you uh, this is my plan and, and it's working. And um, that's what makes me successful and happy. Yeah, beautiful. I love that the beginning, how the universe was conspiring to make sure you did you you arrived to the place that you are now you was like oh I was leaving my job I still had this other stuff sitting on the side these consulting <laughs> jobs but the universe said no 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 yeah it's not happening so you know it's a quote out there when you want to make God laugh tell him your plans so um <laughs> so you know he saw what your plans were but he said no 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 we going for the plans that I've been whispering in your ear and it has led you to the place that you are today. So congratulations <laughs> on following your dreams and following your heart and that now able to understand that and put that out into the universe. And in the same thing, you know, I feel like with me, like, you know, I didn't think, you know, five years ago, even a year ago that I would be writing a book on self-care, but, you know, um, it, I had to I had to go through the journey to understand it to the level that I understand it. I think if maybe self-care was just like uh, everyday routine from the day I was born, I wouldn't have understood the value of, you know, putting this information out there. And I've been saying on a lot of podcasts because one of my guests said this to me that she's a wounded warrior, basically like she, you know, she had to go through the battle and go through the storm to, to come to arrive to this place. And I feel like, you know, a lot of us with like this amazing workout here, you know, we went through it. We didn't like the person at ground zero or at zero trying to critique and tell you all these type of things. And they don't, they haven't been through the journey of you to be able to yeah say all of these levels. So, you know, you've been through the journey of understanding, like I've had it and I, I went, I decided to go through the path of my dream. To, so I understand what it's like to follow your dream, even though everyone else is whispering, you crazy girl, why are you leaving that good old job? <laughs> so, um, so, and that's amazing also that you wrote three books in nine months. So like, what are your books about? Like, what are the three different books? So they're all fiction novels. The first two are related to each other. And the third one is, is a standalone. Uh, they're all about following your heart. And it's just wild, crazy journeys of life and show that if you, you're on a path, you're on, you have a purpose and it's finding the purpose. It's all the people you meet along the way. And there's no coincidences. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, why did this person come into my life? Why? Do I feel connected to you? And, you know, answering those, those questions and, you know, that, that love, love is strong. And, you know, when you have something on your heart, no matter what, it's going to find you and it's going to get its way to you, even though it feels and seems impossible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just all the signs of encouragement that you get along the way from, from the other side and, you know, just every, you're always guided and supported and loved. And, and it's really just about being truthful to what is on your heart. Mm, I like that truthful to what's on your heart. And um, there was a book, I can't even think of the title of it, um, but that I read a couple of years ago. And in the book, they, it was just like one statement that they mentioned. It said, you know, there are no coincidence. Like, you know, you always, wanted to someone and in the book then it was like you know it, it once 
the person was able to understand that statement. Like there are no coincidences. It's a reason why you're meeting this person. It's a reason why you're coming in contact with them. So then throughout the rest of the book, then they was able to understand like, okay, wait a minute, let me stop. Why did I come into contact with this person? Because a lot of times, you know, especially as a New Yorker, we block, 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 block. I'm a New Yorker. So um, a lot of times we have all these blocks up all the time, but you know, to you've been mentioning your heart to be able to open your heart to receive what's, you know, coming to you and, you know, being mindful, you know, that there are no coincidences. And this person, even though you may not think they can't help you towards your journey, they, they, they may be a building block or a stepping stone. Sometimes we're always looking for the, the, the big ladder <laughs> to appear. And it's like, it may be a little pebble, but that pebble made that all that difference. And we have to be open to it. If we're constantly waiting for a ladder to appear, it doesn't happen. <laughs> it's it just like um, something I really took from Will Smith's book. Um, he talked about in his childhood um, that his father was making them build a brick wall. And it was like, you know, him and his brother every day, they had to come and start laying these bricks. And then it's like, oh, like, it's like, what are we doing this for? Like, you can't, when you lay that first brick, you cannot see the wall yet. But if you come, arrive to it every single day and keep lying that brick. And when you're laying that brick, that his father said, just make sure the one brick you're lying is perfect. Stop look, thinking about that wall. Just make sure that one is perfect, you know? And then all of a sudden, you know, whatever amount of time later, you're going to look back and be like, wow, I have a wall, you know, and it started with that one brick. So, you know, like you were saying, like all those naysayers may start whispering stuff in your ear along your dream journey, but just remember that focus on what you're focusing on at that moment. <laughs> Sometimes I go off in a tangent, <laughs> and which is, you know, um, you know, building that wall, your wall of dreams, your wall of what your heart desires, you know, and, and following your heart. Um, one of your titles of your book, which is, I guess, your first book, When Soul Meets Body, um, I love the title. And I, I said to you in the in the message, I thought the title meant something else. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I, I took a different interpretation of it, but um, the title is so beautiful. Um, give us, you know, a recap of what this book is about. Soul Meets Body is a journey of somebody, uh, a woman's dream. And she felt so strong and confident about her dream. And it was building a family and how wild and crazy it took her. And then we journey into her, her son who she had dreamt of him. And she's like, I know that I'm going to have a child and I know I need to live in America. She came from another country. And she's like, I don't, I just feel strong about this and I have to make this happen. So you, you know, you're on, you're her cheerleader of like, we had to get you there. <laughs> and she gets there and, you know, she falls in love and they, and they have this child. And you take the journey from, from him being born and, you know, uh, his, the relationship with his family and then destruction that happens and how his family gets destroyed and how it really destroys him. But then we go into what his dream is. And he's just like, I know that there's this person I'm supposed to meet and she's supposed to be in my life and I need to find her. And he, he finds her and she feels the same way. Like, I know I'm supposed to meet you too. And then again, you know, how many things in their life pulled them apart and, and, you know, she 
she goes in a totally different direction than he does and he never gives up on her and how they find them themselves together again and then there's another huge tragedy and just how they navigate through it and it is about just say staying on their purpose of knowing that they need to be together mm -hmm. uh and getting getting there but you know they they didn't always feel the same way at the same times and what that meant and what that looked like but how how their relationship and their, that being their sole purpose wins how that how that stayed true to them and that how that wins um and i did get the title from a, a song that's called soul meets body and I, I when i write i listen to like this two or three songs that mm -hmm. just keep me in the in the mindset of the book and the song is just about you know connection and being together and and just believing in, mm -hmm. I know that it's true. I know that it's true and we're mm -hmm. not done yet. And, and so I, I felt like it, I had to make that the, the title of the book. <laughs> oh yeah, it's such a beautiful title. And I guess it could go in so many directions because when I read the title, I was like, oh, it, it's about your, like your personal journey, almost like kind of like your journey that you went through to get to the place that you are at now, um, where, you know, you sometimes you know when we're growing up in this world we're living by our parents desires and we're living by society desires and so now we're living on this out place of everybody else's desires but our soul so i i, I took it as an interpretation of like oh it's like a person going on their journey and then they're getting to that place like you are now, like you're living in your, your dream world of being the dream pollinator. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I, um, I don't think you're, you're far off at all. So, and so you have two other books and then you said the other book is going towards it's, it goes with this book. No, you that's Soul Meets Body is my third, my third book. It's the standalone. Oh, I, oh, okay. I thought that was your first book. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. No, I first uh -huh. book is precious and fragile things and then the sequel is live to tell and it is about um a journey it is kind of more of what i was going through and i couldn't explain to people but i didn't realize it until after the book was written um and it's just about you know not really understanding what your journey is and not being on the same path as everybody else and not being relatable with everybody else and kind of the outcast and why, and then meeting all these people on your journey. And it makes it more clear of what, what your journey is and who you are about mm -hmm. and really finding your sole purpose and connections with the people around you and, you know, um, connections with people that have passed on and mm -hmm. how, you know, things that have happened before you, you know mold your where you are today good good mm -hmm. and bad and how it kind of all comes full circle and I sort of look at it today as when we talk about generational blessings you know things that your grandparents did you know built you know your parents that built where you are today and, and so you know their dream you know is still living and moving forward and and so I look at it as that of you know, mm -hmm. there was a foundation that was built way before me. And, uh, you know, I'm living through some of their dreams and taking it the next step further. So mm -hmm. I feel like there's that connection as as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, your books sound like this. Also beautiful um, in a way of 
someone just hearing a beautiful story of following their heart. And, yeah. you know, and that is kind of the key. You know, I know we're in the society is like, go, 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 make all the money. But what about just yeah. standing back and looking back and saying, you know, what would it be like if I really truly followed my heart and, yes. you know, and went towards my dreams? You know, will my soul feel fulfilled? <laughs> so, you know, do you have any advice, advice for a person that's just really feeling stuck out there? Yeah, yeah, y'all make it sound so easy. Go follow your dreams, follow your heart. But, you know, you know, we uh, we also have been, you know, conditioned. We are, we are creatures of habit. And we also have been conditioned to be a certain way. And then we don't necessarily have a supportive team around us because everybody's saying, do this and do that. You feel stuck. It's like, where do I go? I, you know, one minute I'm listening to this positivity for an hour and then the next minute real life comes in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's a huge part of um, getting through. And, you know, the first step of my dream pollination program is recognizing that the dream crushing and, and that, you know, you, you'll get on a high by the, that first initial meeting and then you go home and you get crushed and you crush yourself too of like oh mm -hmm. great well I can't do that because look at all these bills that I have to pay and I can't do that because I have kids or I can't do that because of this relationship I'm in I'll never get that job I'll never be in that good relationship I'll never be the right the right um physique you know you we we kill ourselves because we, that's what we're around we're around the I can't so why bother thinking mm -hmm. about it why bother dreaming and so I mean I jog people through a whole journey I mean I ask you to bring all your bags of crap with you because we need to go through it mm -hmm. and we need to see what serves us and what doesn't serve us mm -hmm. and you know once you start ridding of these things that are weighing you down or these clouds of dust that are in your vision once we start realizing that they don't serve us things start to come, the good things have room to come to surface. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what? I always wanted to be a chef. Like, yeah. yeah, I always wanted to do that. Oh, I always wanted to write a book or oh, I always wanted to do that. And it could be little things. It could be like, I always just wanted to go to a hike in the mountains. Well, that's not that hard. You know, that's mm -hmm. not that impossible. You could do that. Oh, I can't because I'm overweight and I have this ankle. They, okay, well, now you're dream crushing yourself. You yeah. know, or somebody's going to say that for you. Okay, so you have a few issues. Let's work on getting you in the right health. Let's mm -hmm. work on getting you physically fit. And let's start looking at what the hiking trails look like and mm -hmm. what is doable and what is the next doable goal and where's the next thing. And once you start working on yourself to be the best version of yourself, you'll see how it, 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 you're the only person holding yourself back. You know, it's not that hard. And you're the one that stopped telling yourself to stop dreaming because you had one thing happen to you and it didn't work out, you know, and you just can't get rid of that. So yeah. we have to get rid of those things so you can uncloud your vision to get to those places of I can. And then you'll start to see how your dreams will flourish and you start to really see things that are tangible and the ones that are seem crazy and impossible well let's work through it because the craziest ones are usually the ones you want to the want the most and want to yeah. get to the most 
Yeah. So, I mean, I, I work with getting through that to getting through that anger and upset and to see that you do have dreams and you are worth it. And they're yours for a reason. They're not yours for me to fulfill. They're there for you. Yeah. And make it happen. Build a plan and make it happen. Yeah. So it sounds like a person that's feeling stuck and they need, well, I don't want to say need, but you know, a person that's feeling stuck, a great place to start is with a support system and a support system can come in many different ways. It could come through finding a coach to help you through. Um, it can come through finding um, a network. It could come through a book, but just finding, a, you know, it sounds like, you know, a support system to help you along the way with the um, the self-limiting beliefs or the dream crushing, because like you were saying, you were checking the person as they're saying it, because if they're around the, the people that supporting their dream crushing, oh, this ankle, I can't go hiking that ankle. Yeah, that's right, girl. Cause you know, my aunt, her ankle broke when she tried, you know, and then they're just throwing mm -hmm. more stuff on top of you crushing your dreams. But with having a, a party out there that's going to, that you know is designed to be supporting you. And yes, you've known your best friend for 20 plus years and she's not purposely trying to crush your dreams, but it's, it's just what it is sometimes. And we have to recognize that. <laughs> and yeah. yes, you guys, you know, have great vibration together, but you have to start to understand what direction are you wanting to go? And if you are looking at, you know, oh my God, this person just ran the marathon. I would love to do that. You know, and you don't have a support system around you, start to figure out, you know, how can you push in that direction? And like I said, it could be through many ways. It could be through coaching. It could be like getting a, a dream pollinating program like yours into play in <laughs> yeah. so many ways. But, you know, put that on the table, you know, to understand that you may have to invest in that direction until you are able to get over that hurdle. Um, so that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's what I'm interpreting, <laughs> interpreting. Yeah, no, you're, you're <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. You need support and you need to build your dream team. You need to be confident in yourself of what mm -hmm. your dream is before you present it to the people around you, because they don't have as strong of an investment in, in your dream as, as you do. Mm -hmm. So it's, I'm going to hike this mountain. I'm really excited about it. I've been, you know, losing weight. I've been walking every day. I'm getting myself in physical health. And there's this really small hike that I'm going to start with. And I would love if you want to come with me. And if you don't, that's okay. I just want you to be supportive of me. And some people are still going to be like, no, don't do it with, you know, all yeah. their reasons. And then once they see you do it, they're going to change their story around. Yes. You know, they're going to be excited about it. They're going to be like, wow, you really did it. Like, well, what's next? Well, you know what, if you did it, I can do that too. You, you know, if, you know, and you see how that positivity just mm. is contagious and that people really want it. They want a part of it. And then all of a sudden you have this whole group of people that are hiking with you. And then you started hiking tours and then you started coaching other people how to, how to get into hiking and, mm -hmm. you know, watch how that, all of that flourishes and how exciting that is. And, you know, everybody then starts to think and talk about what their dreams are and what they want to do. And yeah. it really, it starts with you. So exactly. let it start with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you will be the example, you know, once you push through the, the you know, 
the dream crushing, the self-limiting beliefs. And I also wanted to say, when people are talking to us and think and, and thinking that they're giving us advice towards something where they may be crushing our dreams, oh, no, girl, don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. You know, they're talking from their self-limitation beliefs. They don't believe they can do it. So that's why they can't believe you could do it. And like you said, they're starting at zero and you already may have been on you know, step two, but now they're trying to bring you back down to zero. But, but girl, I've been, I've been doing my morning walks and <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah. So, okay. So this has been such a great conversation and, and very motivating, you know, to, you know, bring to the table that your dreams are, you know, are valid. Like your dreams are valid. Like you, can work towards your dreams why not and that's what I say to myself a lot of times why not why not me why not me like when we all come like we're all the same like why not me like why not me like if it's in my mind it's in my mind for a reason you know when Apple you know decided to you know create the devices that we're talking on right now Steve Jobs, like, you know, I'm sure people were screaming in his ear, you crazy. Like, what do you mean? Touch, like touch the screen. Like that doesn't make sense. Like all of those things were coming to play, but he had a vision and he stuck to it. And wow, look what he has done. <laughs> his, his fingerprint. But if he listened to the naysayers and also, I don't know his whole story, but I know he was struggling at the beginning. Didn't he get fired from his own company? <laughs> but, yeah. you know, you, but, and there was plenty of opportunities for, I'm sure, for him to throw in the towel and say, you know what, maybe this crazy idea I have is not valid, but he did. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and with every creative designer in the smallest way, you know, they didn't throw in the towel because their dreams are valid, just like your dreams are valid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if you, uh, we talked, uh, you know, about opening the heart and so on. And I'm just curious, like, what is your definition of love? Oh, so... I, I believe like, I don't know that I could put it into words. I, I mean, I think it's, mm -hmm. it is just a warming feeling that you get from, it's not necessarily from a person. I, I mean, I think it's from everything you surround yourself with and, and you know, it, love can be hurt, hurtful just as much as it can be beautiful um, I think we're always working towards getting to love and we, we go to all the wrong directions, <laughs> you know, we, we think it's always has to be a relationship, you know, it, it's always, you know, something of a connection of being with somebody. And I think it's more than that. I, I think it's how you live your life. I think it's an appreciation for who you are and wanting to share it with others around you. I think it's, kindness towards others it's giving to people that you don't know it's you know smiling every day to make people happy it's I think it's more of a feeling and I think that there is a connection when you think of love because I think when you are connected with somebody you want to give them the best of you you want the best for it um, them and you just want to nourish that yeah, you you said so many great points around um love and you know it's you can't describe it in one word and I almost feel if we google love I didn't google love um you'll get an image of a couple a loving couple but 
the conversation that we had today was deeper than love with another person. It's about the love within yourself and having those feelings of being fulfilled. You know, you can call it being heart heartfelt, like heart filled or, you know, feeling, fulfilling your soul's purpose, you know, or just moving in that direction and love for you can look completely than it does for me. Love for you can be curled up, you know, with a book on a Saturday night and love for me may be baking in the kitchen, you know, love for all of us can mean something different, but, you know, as we discussed on today's episode, like just kind of like nourishing that and mo moving forward towards your dream because your dream may be to be cooking in the kitchen or it may be to, you know, pushing forward with like telling stories, with reading books, but, you know, love can mean something so different for all of us. But at the end, you know, understanding what that feeling feels like with inside of you. So, um, so thank you for all of your beautiful um, words around love and understanding around love. So you're welcome. So if someone was to come to you and um, want to work with you, how long would, you know, a program like yours take for, you know, crushing those dreams and moving forward? <laughs> well, I, you know, we start off with an initial um one-on-one -on -one meeting um, and we kind of determine it because most people are further ahead than they realize, you know, not every, once again, you're not at ground zero here, you know, you're not starting from scratch. And we kind of go through that session of what a dream, the whole full dream cycle. And I like to look at it as four seasons. So, you know, it, it's one season. I say four meetings, that doesn't mean it's four meetings. Yours four sessions can turn into eight, but you were only um, going, to, we're going to take care of what that season looks like for you, but you may not be in that season. You might be past that season and be like, I don't need that. So um, just for definition, I say four meetings, but if it, if it's more, it's, it's about the season. It's not about yeah. the actual meetings. It's about the actual season. So we determine you know, do you need four seasons or do you need just one season, you know, or do you need two seasons? And we'll decide that on the first way. I don't want it to be overwhelming. I don't want it to drag on forever. I, I don't, I want you to also take your time with it. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't want to say in four meetings, you're going to be perfect and be on your way. You know, it yeah. could be, I need more and, you know, I want to be realistic about it, but I don't also, I'm not here to drain your bank account either because a lot of people's dreams, you know, are crushed because they're money, money problems. So we yeah. find, you know, if I, I'm not here to suck you for money. I mean, I'm here to get you to those financial goals, to your health goals. There, there's all these goals along the way. So some people just in the initial meeting are like, I can't think or do anything unless I figure out my financial situation. Yeah. So it might just be a, a meeting about your financial situation and put you on that right path. And then once you get that right path, that really clears your head. And so I take care of all those things right up front that are the huge blocks mm -hmm. of I can't go back to school because I don't have money. I can't change my job because I'm living less than check to check, you know, mm -hmm. those situations. So we need to take care of that because you're not going to be able to see past 
that. Mm-hmm. And that's almost everybody is a financial situation. So sometimes it could just be, let's meet, let's put you on uh, a path. I have many resources and many ideas and uh, ways to get past that block. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, then, you know, check back with me in three months, you know, and then we can move forward. So yeah. some people that is their only they can't think past their money problems or mm-hmm. then there's people that money is not their problem, but I can't think past being in this bad job. Yeah. So we got to get you out of that job, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might have this dream career, but right now you just got to get out of this ugly, angry place of your career. Mm-hmm. So some people is like, I can't, this block is so loud. I can't get past it Yeah. to get there. And, and so, you know, it depends on where you are in the cycle. And that's usually the, the, where people are starting is to get through that, that initial block. So we'll, yeah. we'll focus on season, the first season. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Start with the first step and start with the first brick. Um, and like, I like to say, like, it's, there's no final destination. Life is truly a journey and we there's not a magic blue pill. It's about the work you're putting in, but by someone just even showing up for the call, you know, with a coach or someone like you, like it's showing that the intention is, is on the direction, you know, of mm-hmm. wanting to move in a different direction than they're probably already on. So, um, yeah, a lot of a, a lot of great points today, you know. And I say, you know, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. Do you have any last minute words for dream um chasing and someone? Yes, you are divinely and uniquely made for a reason, and there is a dream on your heart, and it is with you, and it is there for you. Don't compare yourself to somebody else. And your dreams are bigger than you can imagine. So be excited for them and always dream big. Yes, dream big. So I can't let you go yet because I have to ask you (laughs) what does becoming unique mean to you? (laughs) Ah, well, that's a great question. I think it it is, you know, part of your journey is, is to follow what's on yourself because you are unique, you are uniquely made. And, you know, being, being yourself, your true self, I think we all hide under what an image we're supposed to be and supposed to look like. And I want to look like this one or that one, be yourself. And that makes you unique. And that's what people like about you is what you bring to the table is yourself. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are amazing. I will have all of you all. All of your details in the show notes so people can um, just click along if they're interested in getting more dream chasing and, you know, dream crushing advice from you and suggestions and so on. So thank you. Thank you so much, Unique. I appreciate being on your show. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Debbie, for showing up for the Become a Unique podcast and letting all of us know that dreams can become reality with putting that work in there and, you know, and working on the mindset and so on. So, yes, everyone remember you have a dream and your dream matters.
no matter what your dream is, definitely know that your dream matters. So during my opening ceremony to this podcast this week, you know, I talked about healing, that, you know, healing, you know, is something that we should all definitely work towards. And during my opening ceremony message, I quickly brushed upon that I wanted to share news of something that I would be releasing. And I am going to be releasing a journal. Yep, that's right. I'm going to be release, releasing a journal. And this journal is going to be able to go along with your guide to bringing more acts of self-care, my book. My book definitely, you know, requires a journal and I'm going to offer a journal that's going to be sold on Amazon. And This journal is for any and everybody. You don't have to, you know, have my book to get this journal. If you are looking for a new journal, I have a journal that's going to be available. And this journal is so amazing because it's not just like a bunch of blank pages. It's going to also have trinkets (laughs) of affirmations throughout the whole book. So you get to read and see these high vibrational words throughout the book as you're going along with it. And there will also be at the very beginning a page that gives you some journaling prompts. And it's actually the same journaling prompts that's in your guide to bringing more acts of um, self-care book. It's going to be the same prompts, but like, it, but even if you don't have the book, you can work with these prompts. So if you need ideas of like, okay, what do I want to, you know, write in my journal today? Here go some prompts. So anyway, the book is going to be available, um, hopefully by Black Friday. But I don't have an exact date yet. But just stay tuned to the Become a Unique World. And yeah, so that was the announcement that I was going to make. And yeah, thank you guys for showing up for Becoming Unique. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.